Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It has been, again, a lot longer than I anticipated of getting a new episode to you, but um, it's just been a summer that's flown by and a summer that's, I don't even know where to begin. Um, Where we left off last time, I had a bunch of anxiety, and I still have had a few moments like that, but in a weird way, I've gotten better. But what happened shortly after this anxiety weekend episode that happened for me is one of my good friends came to visit me up at my parents' house. And it was such a lovely visit, but during her time here, we decided to go get massages. And that's the first massage I've had in a long time. And something that I thought would be super relaxing and just, you know, zen, mind-numbing, just don't have to think about anything, can just really just relax and not have to think about anything, ended up being a very emotional experience. Um, I ended up breaking down and being inconsolable for a solid 20 minutes. Um, And when I say inconsolable, I mean inconsolable like the day it happened or the day I found out my brother wasn't going to be walking this earth anymore. Um, and it was something that obviously I did not expect. Um, you know, someone's just, you know, literally rubbing you and all of a sudden you're an emotional mess. That's a weird experience to have. Um, uh, I, and in the moment I felt embarrassed, but at the same time, it just like, I couldn't control it. I didn't even realize, like, I, I just couldn't believe it was happening and just how much I couldn't stop crying. Um, gosh, and God forbid my poor friend, like I walked out of the room in our robes to relax more and she's smiling and I'm literally like couldn't even breathe inconsolable. Um, and I, you know, I've reflected a lot on this moment since this has happened to me. And I guess in a weird way I had, I did have like this epiphany, which was, you know, I've been, I, I didn't realize it, but it's something where, you know, this year obviously has been extremely hard, but the epiphany was that, you know, something ugly su- happened to me, to my parents, to our family. Not, you know, and when I say family, not only myself and my parents, but my cousins, my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, um, all of our friends, you know, this, this happened to all of us. And this feeling that something so ugly happened I didn't realize I was feeling so ugly about it and I was just feeling really ugly um like you know I had all these thoughts of well you know feeling unlovable and feeling you know the girl with the dead brother and my birthday taken from me which is something you know I don't know if I'll get back to that I have friends that say I will and my therapist is like do what you gotta do but it really was just like this all-encompassing like realization of like you know something ugly really happened and I thought I've been ugly or feel like I've been ugly and that epiphany has been really freeing for the fact that I just like realized that's what I was feeling and then I realized that's actually not what I am like I'm not an ugly person yeah I've gained weight because of what's happened yeah I have drank a lot because of what's happened but at the end of the day, I still have the most friends I've ever had in my life, the most valuable friendships I've ever had in my life. I still have my two parents who are great parents. Um, and I have, you know, I 
bet on myself at the end of my school year and got myself a new job. And those things aren't ugly. But I really lost track of those thoughts. I really lost track of being kinder to myself and speaking nicely to myself or nicer to myself. And looking in the mirror, I, I never, you know, would have sighed from like gaining weight. Like when I looked in the mirror, I just saw I just saw how sad I was. And also knowing how much sadness I still carry every day, even though I get up every day or I continue to just, you know, laugh with my friends and do that. I do that, you know, but it's it there's it's always there. And it's been interesting to kind of work through that since this massage or this also emotional episode. Um, but it's, you know, it's been something that's on my mind still. Um, and I'm still working through that. And, you know, sorry for, again for the hiatus. It really wasn't planned. And I think maybe I've been a little scared to talk about it here. But today I just felt like I had to rip it off like a Band-Aid and really get back on track because I've been saying this every episode and then I, like, go on a hiatus of, you know, I want this podcast to be something. I really like it. I really like doing it. Um, I don't think it's actually horrible. Um, could it be better? Probably. Could it be worse? Probably. You know, I don't know. But I like doing it and I really want to do it and share with you guys. So I'm sharing and trying to get back into the routine of it. Um, so, yeah, I had this massage breakdown. Um, I've had a few more massages since and there's been no crying. So don't worry about it. I'm okay after it was just this one time. Um, but yeah, it's been also just, it's summer and really busy. And, you know, we had, um, my friend visit at this time when we had the massage and we got to go down to Florida, which is where my parents and I took also our first picture since everything has happened. And that was a very, monumental thing um you know I could pick apart how I look about it all day long but at the end of the day I do think we the three of us look great the sun shining in the background in a way that I feel it's like dusky and we were with these new family friends that it's incredible to realize that we've only known each other for a few months or like almost a year but we feel I feel like we've been friends with them for many years and that really means a lot to me um but we took the picture and you know it was quick um we did it it again it was kind of like we ripped it off like a band-aid but we did it and you know it's it is pretty um you know it's not the same like you know it's not like it's an ugly picture but you know it's so weird to like not have him there and also like understand that every family picture the rest of my life with my parents and my family is actually just me and my parents it's not my parent me my parents and tommy um that's weird still um but we did it and i'm glad we did it i'm glad that you know we never had like an avoidance it's not like we were trying to avoid it for 14 months um but it was something that we just kind of you know it's the new new you know the rest of our lives that's that is our family picture it's a picture of three not four um so i'm proud of us um i do think we really do look great at the end of the day and i'm glad we didn't dwell on it when we took it i'm glad it was just we took it we hugged our family friends hugged us and we went and had dinner and i think that was like the perfect way to do it because there's no rule book on these things. You know, I think there's times where you can dwell so much on like 
things after someone's passed away or like things that like new firsts or anything. But I think the thing is like the first, the year of first is done. And this summer coming home, I thought was going to be something that was going to be, I don't know if easy is the right word, but I think the come down of how stressful my school year was getting through the first, which was my birthday or the first birthday for me or the first the year, the first year of him gone is in conjunction with my birthday. And I thought maybe it would be easier after and it's been shittier because now it's like every year you're going to live the rest of your life. He's not here. And coming home as a 30-year-old young single woman with her dog to her parents' house is not really typical. I mean, I'm, that's the beauty of being a teacher, and I'm really lucky I could have done – I got to do that this summer. But I think I was surprised how shitty I felt. And I think that's also, like, why I broke down in this massage because my first week home, I thought I was immediately going to sleep. I immediately thought I was going to just feel better. And I just kept feeling shittier. And – I don't know how to really explain it, but it's just the fact of like you just it's the second going into the second year is like, okay, yeah, we did the year first, but it's like, okay, now it's like we really are living without him. And the biggest thing that I would say for myself is just how much I grieve the future now. Um, You know, we recently had some family deaths um, that one I have literally no emotion about and don't care about. And the other, I just feel so blessed that I got to know this person and I got to get to be his family member. Um, You know, I would disclose more about who they are, but it's on my mom's side and that's a really um, sensitive area for my mom. And I don't want to speak about something my mom's going through without her um, here, just like without me asking her. Um, but it was weird to just like have death again so close. Um, and like in terms of, uh, family relationships, um, and just not care about it and just happy this person's gone. Sorry, there was some dog barking that I had to stop, but yeah, we've had these deaths and one really means a lot and the other doesn't. And one, it, it's honestly a relief, but going back to grieving the future, like these deaths, like these two people, they were in their 80s. And, you know, I I got to witness siblings like talking about it. And, you know, these siblings, like they're siblings, but they're, you know, in their 50s and 60s. And that's something I'm just not going to have. And it's like what I also like broke down about like on my birthday of just like, yeah, I, my birthday, it clicked. It was the sadness that, like, my birthday's marked by the death of my brother. I thought that was going to be the most overwhelming thing. But the most overwhelming thing was, like, oh, my brother's already missing a decade. Like, I turned 30, and he's already missing this decade. And these deaths were, I guess, like, if you had to use the word, like, trigger, um, it just was like, wow, like, when my parents get older, I don't have anyone there for me. I, I mean, you know, like, there's great people in my life, so... I'm not saying no one's gonna be there for me, but the person I would want or the person I would have to, the person to go through when your parents, you know, are at the end, that person's not there. 
And that's so hard and something I never like had, never thought I would have to think about or never would think about till I was going to be like in my 60s, hopefully 70s, because my parents should live to 100 because modern age. But it's been weird with that. And it's been interesting to go through that. And I have to just stop myself and pause and go back to like what this epiphany was for me of this crying massage of just like, you still have a like a beautiful life and I'm not an ugly person. An ugly thing happened, but I'm not. You know, I recently got to go in to the city and see this awesome family friend that I never got to really ever hang out with that much. And we had like one of the most fun nights out I've had in a long time, which came off this bender with uh, one of Tommy's friends visited, which was a very complicated and overwhelming visit and just way too much alcohol. Um, uh, luckily don't have anxiety about it in a weird way. I think it's like, I'm just glad I don't remember things. Um, but that visit was so overwhelming. So to have this visit after with like my cousin and this family friend going into New York, which was a city I left, you know, five years ago, I moved out of New York, the New York city area. And my life has obviously drastically changed. But I get to go back um, tomorrow, actually, to D.C., and I get to see all my friends. I get to see this life that I created and get to live this life I've been creating the last couple of years. Um, and I never knew I would be creating it then. You know, two years ago, if you asked me, I thought I would be getting a job in Connecticut to teach and still have no life. And the biggest thing in my life would be going out to dinner with my parents during the week and every once in a while going into the city to see friends there. That's not the case now. You know, I have a life that is still really rich and still really full. And that's what I have to tell myself, though, now. It takes more work to remember that. It's not that my life is not beautiful. Is is there a sadness to it now? Yes. Is it hard sometimes now? Yes. But I have to talk to myself differently is what I've learned, I guess, this summer. You know, it was heavy. It was a lot. It ended with death again. And now I feel like I'm like, again, this like freaking grief girl, but it ended with death again. And it was for people who lived their lives still at the end of the day, as much as I didn't like this one person, as much as I love this other person, they got to live long lives. They got to live to their eighties. And that's something that I think I'll still have for myself, and Tommy won't get to witness that. And that really fucking sucks. And it's something that if I can harp on it or will harp on it can make me really just upset and it's going to be there. And I have to just ground myself and remember that there's still beauty to life. You know, I guess, you know, um, I guess it's just one of those things where, you just have to learn to love yourself again when unexpected, drastic death happens. You, that was also the massage. I didn't realize how out of love with myself I became. And there's many thoughts I have that I'll do another episode with. But my point is, or I guess to end on it, or to I could blabber on about it, but I feel like I've been blabbering on enough, is that you know, you can think that you are not where you're supposed to be in life. You can think that you 
should have more at a time. But the thing is, five years ago, I left a city and I was, I left New York City and I was a drunk, angry person. Five years later, my brothers died, but I have the fullest life I've ever had. And I'm, I'm living life to the fullest, which is a weird comparison or weird thing. But I guess it's a harsh reminder of, you know, I'm doing better than I thought, even though something so sad has happened. And that's something that I just have to tell myself and... I'm not trying again to make this it up like I mean this episode is still griefy um it's about death and everything but if you can take one thing away about it is when you think you're not where you're supposed to be think about where you were five years ago think about where you were a year ago um you know for me I did this summer it's been painful it's been difficult there's times of laughter there's times of love and I'm in a different place than when I was when it, the end of my school year end, uh, finished. So be kind to yourself because when you're unkind, you just, um, you lose yourself. So talk to yourself, be kind, smile at yourself, know that you love yourself or tell yourself you love yourself and know that there's people out there that love you because that's what I've been telling myself and I've been feeling better for it. I will see you guys next time. This was a long episode, but yeah, I'll talk to you later. Love you all.